0: As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government accredited courses or to watch more analysis of the stocks in this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the market report videos under the Learning Centre. Please note that the information in this podcast should not be considered personal financial advice. Hello and welcome to this week's Australian Stock Market Report. Now if you're like me, then no doubt you're probably sick and tired about hearing about Brexit and the US-China trade war. Now both of these world economic issues have been dominating the news all year, with question marks about whether they will actually be settled. This week, we'll look at both of these issues, then we'll get into the Australian stock market so I can share with you my thoughts on where it's heading, along with answering your questions and looking at stocks for you. I'm Doug Gillam, Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within, and we are Australia's most trusted stock market educators. Now just before we move on, thank you for showing your support for our channel and hitting that subscribe button. As you subscribe, click that bell on the right of it so you keep up to date with our latest videos. Also, remember to tune into our live Australian Stock Market Show every Tuesday, 7 to 8pm, Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. This is the show where you get to ask us, the stock market education and trading experts, to look at your favourite stocks and answer all of your questions. As I mentioned, no doubt you're probably sick and tired of hearing about Brexit and the US-China trade war, as both have been consuming our lives all year with question marks about whether they will be settled. But the good news is that in 2020, we are likely to see a resolution on both fronts. The UK election has just been run and won by Boris Johnson and his team were re-elected in this landslide victory. This means Brexit will happen and it is expected that the UK will exit from the European Union and that will occur on the 31st of January 2020. The UK is the first country to leave the European Union, so it'll be interesting times ahead. So will this affect the Australian stock market? Well, I don't believe it will, given that the world has long expected the UK to leave the European Union. So there will be no surprises, and I expect everything will stay relatively the same. However, I think it will finally take the brakes off the UK stock market and allow it to rise. The more important issue for Australia is the US-China trade deal being finalised. Right now the US are in a more powerful position, given that their economy has improved over the past 12 months. Unemployment is at its lowest level since the 1960s, wages are up 3% on last year and retail is picking up as is manufacturing. That said, while both the US and China are experiencing economic growth, these economies are being held back while the deal remains unfinished. Therefore, Trump needs to do a deal with China, particularly given that the US is moving into election year in 2020. So he will be motivated to get things happening. And once a deal is done, we will see an increase in trade between the two countries, which will effectively cut the anchor that's been holding these economies back. Over the past few days, China and the US have reached a phase one deal that would avert an escalation of the trade war. And this is another step in the right direction. Again, I can see that it will also have a positive flow-on effect to the Australian stock market. So get ready for a good 2020. Let us look at what were the best and worst performing sectors in the Australian market last week. The market has been split in two as five of the sectors were in the red, whilst four traded up well, and the other three, well, they were just in the green for the week. Materials was up strongly, rising 3.26%, whilst energy was up over 2%, and utilities up just over 1% for the week. Now the worst performing sectors include consumer staples and information technology and they were both down nearly 1.5% whilst healthcare was down around 1% for the week. The best performing stocks in the ASX top 100 last week include South32 which was up over 13% followed by Virgin Money up 12.5%, Pendle Group up around 10% and Fortescue up over 8% for the week. At the other end of the scale, Evolution Mining was down over 9%. Mervac Group and Stockland over 6%, with GPT and Goodman down over 5% for the week. So what do I expect in the market moving forward? Well, let's get into the charts of our S&P 500 All Ordinaries Index update for the week. We'll also answer your questions and have a look at the stocks you've chosen for me. Well, it was an interesting week last week after the fall of the week prior. So it was interesting to see that our market actually traded higher during the week, closing a bit higher than it opened, but not strongly, which suggests the market's still a little bit reserved about where we're heading and what we're doing. So hopefully the news of the US-China trade deal getting a little bit further, that phase one deal, really does put a boost into our market and obviously Brexit hopefully if we can see that a bit of a boost this week. I'm still really excited about our market. I'm still bullish on our market and I still think we are moving right through up into late January. Probably possibly into February, maybe even March, before we get our next high. So the next sort of six to eight weeks will probably be more bullish than what we've seen over the last sort of month or two. But let's go and have a look at the chart right now. Now, on your screen is a weekly chart of the All Audiences Index. It's the one I normally use. And you can see that the bearishness that came down through this week through here came down. And last week, we've got a very, very small bar that's uh, there. It hasn't really taken off. But... Um, As I'm seeing in here, we're getting a lot of opens and closes. Now, my report uh, last week, I was talking about how so many closes are sort of between that sort of 6,850 points and about 6,800 points. A lot of that sideways move. I'm expecting that to 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 basically disappear over the coming weeks and or months or so. So I expect our market to move higher. I expect we'll make a new all time high or we'll break above that high. I'm expecting as I said a new high into March Uh, Roughly, So roughly where I've got my pointer there, that's sort of the end of January, but somewhere between there and roughly where it is now, which is roughly, I'd say about March, uh, uh, the next peak will happen and then it'll come down into the next low. Again, I don't expect any major downward movement on our market. I think we've got some great news around the world economic stage and I think it's only going to auger well for our market. I do have a price target of around 7,200 points uh, and with my top end target of 7,600 points. I know it's definitely going to get through to that 7,200 but how much higher? Uh, It could be up around that 7,600 by March but right now that's not what you need to focus on. You need to focus on looking at some good stocks, putting those into your portfolio, making some good money through 2020. And I think that will happen if you understand what you're doing uh, and having some stop losses and getting some good entries on some great stocks uh, that will move higher. But uh, let's now go and look at the questions that we've got for this week. Now the first question we've got today is from LB. He says, "Hi Dale and Janine, I really enjoy your show. Thanks, matey. Um, I was wondering whether you are able to analyse kogan He said I bought the stock in July for about four dollars ninety, and now it's risen to seven dollars twenty. Do you reckon the stock will keep increasing?" kind regards Liam and he also goes on to saying keep uh, keep up the great work educating and inspiring young traders like myself so good on you Liam for sending in a question but let's go and have a look at Kogan right now now on your screen left hand side of the screen is a monthly chart right hand side of the screen is a weekly chart now kogan's right now it's been moving up and you can see this beautiful trending move and at the end of the day it's not about whether it's going up or whether it's going to continue to go up he bought it around as which he said four dollars ninety so he's bought it in down around here and had a nice little move so he's got a nice profit and a lot of people worry about capturing their profit they want to know well how far do you think it's going to go down before it stops so i can just get out at the top and what we do is in trading we actually buy on confirmation and sell on confirmation of a move so we wait for the move to happen then we if i'm from the move from down to up before we buy and then we wait for it to start falling away before we sell now it's not about eking those last few cents out of a stock. We want it to stay in it because what we're going to see on the stock is it's going to move up, come back down again, move up and come back down again. If we go back onto the chart, you'll see what I mean moves up comes back down moves up comes back down moving up so i do expect it to come back down a little bit and we've seen on the right hand side if we look over here you can see it's a bit of a falling over it's nice and strong move here came back moving up strongly and then sort of falling over its momentum so it possibly could go down for a few weeks and then move up but right now i don't see anything issue any issues with this stock at this point in time i think it looks bullish Make sure you set a, set a stop loss on it. If you've read my book, Liam, uh, you'll know what I'm talking about there. You'll know how to do that from reading my book, Accelerate You Well. If you haven't got it, get the book because it really will help you understand what to do with these style of companies. But right now it is looking good, so stay with it. The next question we got is from somebody called Big John. Hi, Big John. Uh, great to see you on the show and, and obviously um sending us some questions Uh, it's quite a long question for everybody but uh let's get into it now he says hi dale and janine thank you for your great videos and podcast. my pleasure matey and thanks for the nice support here uh just finished reading your book accelerate your wealth for the second time and i'm going to read it a third time to make sure i find every last gem yeah there's a lot in there i often say to people with with the book there's a lot of complexity in the book that you don't get the first time. It's about reading it a second or third time and it's written by an expert trader. So there's a lot of complexity in how we present it nice and simply for everybody to be able to do it. Um, John goes on, or Big John goes on to say, the book has greatly shifted things for me. I've developed my trading rules based on the book's recommendations and my personal situation. And I see the execution of those rules as being the critical factor in protecting and hopefully growing my capital. Given that I'm solely responsible for the execution of those rules, I now feel empowered and in control, which is not only an amazing way to trade. Yes, it is, matey, um, but an amazing way to live. Totally agree with you there, matey. When you know when you're getting in and when you're getting out and how you're managing and it gives you all that control, which is fantastic. Um, so thank you. To me, that's the true gift of your book. And now I understand how you came up with the name Wealth Within. Uh, he goes on to say, okay, enough praise. My question relates to Wes Farmers. I became interested in this blue chip stock a few weeks ago because of its strong weekly and monthly uptrend with the blue sky above. The fundamentals checked out and it balances my existing portfolio well. BHP, Fortisq, Um, cgf and seek i bought the stock yesterday because it came very close to the weekly trend line that i drew on the chart could you please show me how to draw a weekly trend line on the chart in a bit more detail so i can compare it against mine and comment on the strategy of buying just above the weekly trend line as i found it works very well thanks um interesting john i don't agree with your strategy and it really is a strategy that you have but let's go and have a look at where's farmers on here now i'm not going to draw one of my I'll do it on a weekly chart, but I'm just going to put a basic trend line on here. Just to give you an idea, trend lines, that's probably roughly what you would have bought, roughly, um, on your trend line. In my book, there's only one rule on trend lines in my book, and I teach traders five, so you're never, ever going to rule uh, draw trend lines like me. And if I start drawing it on these charts, you're going to start asking a lot of detailed questions. If you're serious about trading, then you need to do my diploma course and we'll teach you a lot more rules. But do I, do, do I agree with your buying strategy? No, I don't agree with it at all. Because what it seems that you're doing here is when it comes down and hits the trend line, you buy. And when it hits the trend line, you buy. And when it hits the trend line, you buy. I don't agree with that strategy. It's very short term thinking. And you did mention in your uh, uh, message to us, it's about your situation, a lot of people people design their rules around their situation. And they generally create rules based on ignorance, not on solid uh, strategy and solid processes. And I'm not having a go at you, mate, it's, it's you're doing what you're doing based on your level of knowledge and experience to today. And that's okay, I don't have an issue with that. What I have an issue with is people thinking they have a situation when they actually don't. How you trade the market doesn't change, it really doesn't. And whether you're an experienced trader like me or another, or somebody, Uh, a little bit less experience you still have rules around you're doing and what you're doing at the moment is just buying when it hits a trend line is a flawed rule it won't work if it worked that well i would actually teach it i don't and i don't teach our traders to do it it's not in my book so whilst you may be getting some gain i'm thinking what you're doing is you're getting in getting a bit of a bounce on that and then you're taking some profits because you want to make some little short-term profits which means you're scared of losing the profit you're making you're not letting stocks run golden rule of trading is let profits run cut losses short and from what i'm reading is you're not actually doing that and that's part of the reason why i'm suggesting it's not a solid rule there is no buy rule on west farmers at the moment Um, but let's also have a look at some of the other stocks in your portfolio another comment i want to make is you've got four Four or five stocks that we're looking at here so we've got uh, uh wes farmers bhp um, cgf and seek so there's four stocks in your portfolio you need eight uh, you don't really, four to five is a lot more higher risk because you've got to manage that downside risk with your stop losses and it changes your, your um, position sizing and money management. So I'd really suggest you get out a few more. But West Farmers right now is bullish. It looked like it's still bullish. It's going up, but eventually it's going to turn and go down and you're going to get caught on that one because it's going to drop through that trend line. You're going to buy, I need to say, it drop through the trend line and you'll get stopped out. So, uh, But you'll also be more reactive to that market or to that stock than you need to be. But it's great you've got a lot more confidence. But let's have a quick look at BHP. Now, you didn't say when you bought them. And BHP is, again, on a nice little uptrend. If we look on the left-hand side there, you can see it's moved up, come down, moved up, come down, moved up, come down. So it's doing the same thing. All good bullish stocks will do the same thing. A bhp is looking good at this point in time but again this one stock i definitely wouldn't use that rule on um that you're using on west farmers because bhp is far more volatile than a west farmers and you get a more volatile stock it's not going to work anywhere near as well. CGF, another stock. Now, that's been very, very bearish, but we've got a little bit of a bullish move through here. But again, I wouldn't use it on this stock uh, as a stock for using that rule that you've had where it just moves up, comes back, moves up, comes back. Uh, you're going to struggle to get a bit of a trend line on here. But that said, it's still moving upwards at this point in time. It's moving in a bullish um, trend at this point in time and it should be going up a little bit further so i think it's a good stock to to have in your portfolio as i said i just expected or why I, I would advise you to get a few more stocks in your portfolio rather than having it so concentrated at this point in time um, here seek another very very volatile stock so you've got a, a where's you're going to get your trend line on this you're going to get one up here but again really big volatile stock it moves up comes back moves up comes back moves up comes back so you can see those dips and so buying those little rises is not necessarily a solid strategy to me uh if you've only studied my book then you don't have anywhere near enough knowledge for that type of strategy because there's other rules around doing something that will take smaller term profits. But right now, I think you're doing that simply because you don't want to lose some of the profit that you're actually making because you're building and compounding your capital. So I don't know your situation and I don't need to know that. All I know is the rules you're using, I don't necessarily agree with. But uh, thanks for sending in that email. That's all the emails we have for this week. I won't actually go into any more because uh, it's Christmas time. But thanks for sending those questions in, uh, um, LB or lamb, and uh, Big John so thanks for sending those in but if you've got a question as well you need to to send that in as well but uh, thanks for watching to the end of this video if you have any questions yourself and you'd just like me to answer those just stick them below in that that chat there I'll get to answer those in my my next report remember we're here on this channel uh, we do these reports every single Monday uh, and we also do a live stream on Tuesday nights at 7 to 8 p.m. also remember to hit that subscribe button now and click the bell on the right of it so you know when we upload videos and all go live like we're doing next tuesday night this week's the last week of my market reports for a couple of weeks we're going to have a little bit of a break for christmas so if you are watching this your regular watcher so i would suggest or i'm saying to you hope you have a fantastic christmas and have some great time with your family and uh, let's look forward to a fantastic 2020 on the stock market but uh, i'm dale Gillam, the chief analyst here at wealth within goodbye good luck and good trading thanks for listening